Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. We wanted to first talk um, about Grove. I was so excited when they approached us to sponsor um, our podcast because I'm a I'm a user of theirs and I've been using it for a year now, long before they ever came to us. And I don't even think that they knew that I loved their product so much. It helps so that I don't have to walk down the cleaning aisle at the grocery store anymore. I just get a plan on my app what things I need. And their products are all natural, and so I can feel really good about that. Um, They offer beauty, natural home, personal care products, and they come right to my door. And they usually write on top of the box, stay safe, Jessica. (laughs) Isn't that sweet? Especially when we were all trying to keep our homes like super clean and super safe during this whole pandemic. So I really appreciated um, just so I can get anything to my house and not have to go to the grocery store. So it makes buying stuff really, really easily. Um, So they're offering just um, Dear Alice listeners um, a special offer. If you guys make the switch to natural products, it's never been easier for a limited time. When my listeners go to grove.co slash Dear Alice, you're going to get a free gift with your first order of $30 or more. Um, But if you have but if you, um, but you have to use our special code. So you're going to go to grove.co slash dear Alice to get it. Um, that again is grove.co slash dear Alice. Now we're going to get into our podcast today. It's about using different textures. I think this is especially interesting in a room. Well, any room that you're doing furnishings in, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm picturing like a living room or a family room that has a lot of upholstery. Mm-hmm. Um, But this applies to, you know, any space, even a dining room that has a big hard surface. We might want to juxtapose that with something that feels soft to make it more dynamic. I dare say even when we're like designing the shell of your room, you know, we're paying Mm. attention to that texture mix. Yeah. And just so we're not being, um, I don't know, repetitive. Yeah. And it gets boring. I think we've all gone into homes where you're like, everything's leather. Or everything is shiplap and you're just like, gosh, when is this ever going to end? I, my yeah. eye needs some, a break. I legitimately <laughs> have been in a home that's all shiplap. Uh, I'm just going to leave. How did you make it out? I'm just going <laughs> to. I don't just, know. I'm just Surely we're in a labyrinth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got lost. I was. I was going to say, I'm just going to leave that right there before getting too far into it. But I'm just going to say it's it's when, not a great idea. When was the idea. home built? Or when was that done? The home was built and I would last, say 2017, like, yeah. 2016, like, 2017. The, the entire home, bathrooms. Everything. Everything. Not the ceilings. Crazy. Every that, wall. That's what we call Sh- too, too much of a mediocre thing. At that, that point, just put it on the ceilings too. <laughs> I know. Jeez. I know. That's too much of a mediocre thing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Totally. That's, I mean, that's fun and special if it's in one or two spaces. Yeah. But yeah, that's just a lot. It was like, did Chip and Joanna Gaines get in here and do this? I think mentally they did. Uh, they I got into so their too. cerebral. You know what this room needs? Shiplap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, too much of a good thing is. I was actually just going to ask that question. Is yeah. there is there such thing to you guys as too many textures in one room? Like like you always say, like garage sale of. Yeah. Yeah, or you know. poo sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that's a really interesting thing. I mean, I think especially like we talked about kind of what's trending right now. And so I think there's that sort of um, opulence minimalism that's feels really high end and nothing is overdone, but everything has interest. Mm-hmm. 
But if you put all that stuff in a shiplap space, all of a sudden everything becomes more casual, right? Mm -hmm. And it's hard to take anything too seriously or sophisticated because that's just really meant for a very casual look. It's like have slip-covered pottery barn sofas in there and Mm -hmm. um, some sort of dry end tables that are made out of, you know, maybe a blonde wood. And it's just a very casual setting. Mm-hmm. I know, if it's, you're a dressy person, it doesn't make sense for you. Yeah. You know, it's definitely a trend. Yeah. You know, so just like make sure like you put it in a kid's, account. put it in a kid's bedroom. Yeah. We did a bunk. The Tahoe bunk room is rad because you know, yeah. it follows the vaults, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, know your audience, know your demographic and like what the house spirit is. Mm-hmm. But again, we wouldn't put it everywhere. Yeah. You need variety, but to your question, like, can you get too many textures? For sure. You can like, you just have to, and we're going to teach you how not to do that. There you go. You know, yeah. and why texture is important and how to use it. Definitely. Let's get into it. Yep. Um, so in talking about fabrics, I liked your point though about the home, Sue, cause that, that does the shell of the home is a huge piece of how much texture to use in the furnishings. So just picturing that everything's kosher in the shell of the room and that we don't have a texture that we need to consider. Um, we're going to always use a different scaled pattern um, and a texture in a space. So you're going to see maybe wovens on the sofa. You might see some boucle on a chair. Maybe there's velvet in the space. Mm-hmm. Maybe you even throw in a little bit of faux fur. Right now, um, that's trending really hot is that, um, oh, what's it called? It's the white kind of. Oh, it's like the faux Sherpa. Yeah, Sherpa. Sherpa yes. I think that's a super, super hot texture right now. That's really, really cool. So the thing is, is like not doing Sherpa everywhere in a room, right? Yeah. Should you reserve that for smaller, like an occasional piece or something yeah. that's not? Uh, you're not yeah. doing a sofa in Sherpa. It, does that include anything high texture like that? Good point. Yeah, not necessarily. And I think like as we kind of go into this texture, texture is a great thing when you say you don't like a lot of color and you want to keep things relatively neutral. You are going to appreciate a very, a nice texture story because that's where you're gonna gain your interest, right? And even if you do have a lot of colors, the color is kind of what's drawing your attention and giving interest to the room. And you will pay attention to those textures, not to be repetitive, not to do all colored velvets. You're gonna mix up the texture story. Mm -hmm. But I think when I think of texture stories, we're thinking of a little bit more neutral space. Is that fair to say? I'm just trying to like give a- I agree. What I was gonna say too, is that we kind of went through this time period where everything was white the walls are white, the trim is white, the exterior of the home is white. And now, right now, what we're moving into is a more organic, um, white, neutral situation. And um, I think it was best said when we were talking to the Hable sisters at market, we were like, what are you guys into? And they're like, a lot of high texture whites. And so they're saying, if you're going to do white or do something plain or colorless, make sure it's high texture. I think that's an awesome rule. Yeah, I do too. I think too, as you're like thinking about what the, what's covering each of these pieces, like mm-hmm. on your sofa, it might be woven. If you're like a little bit more relaxed, you have a woven, I have a woven. Um, if you're more formal, you're going to have a velvet and that's where you're going to fill that. Mm-hmm. So if you have, say you have a woven on your sofa that is high textured and interesting, say the, the, the comfy chairs, the, your lounge chairs, you know, you might do that in your velvet, you know, and that's when you're going to feel that. So the, the, Fabrics that are going to be most soft and comfy for you to experience or what's going to go on those larger pieces. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff like the faux Sherpa, the leather, like what does that go on? Leathers are awesome for Ottomans that you're going to be putting your feet up on. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that just need to have like a nice cleanable surface. So that's where your leather's going to go. You can put leather on your chair, but I don't think like leather sofas are ever, like I am always going to pick like, I'd rather have a fabric sofa. Yeah. Then I just like peeling myself off myself. Oh, it's just it's, like a fruit roll up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. yeah, it is. So you're going to have those, I think on more of the occasional stuff or things that like you're kicking your feet up on or that need to be wipeable. Definitely. The Sherpas are awesome for like little occasional things, like little other little ottomans that tuck up to a cocktail table. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's a great spot for Sherpa. You're going to feel, but all these different textures play into one another. And that's just like a quick little run through on like some application of where we might where we might put those, but I think kind of understanding all these different textures, like will help you as you're starting to collect, be it a colorful space or a neutral space, mm-hmm. um, start seeing what you and the other decision makers in your house are drawn to. There's, um, I feel like we've had several clients that are really sensitive to fa- like fabrics and, yeah. and textures. Yeah. I've, yeah. We had one too that, I think it was the husband that he couldn't. No, velvets were absolutely freaked out. completely what, what freaked out by what velvet. What did he like about it? Like the the, the feel of them. You feel. know, it's just like a texture story. It's like you like putting a little bit higher. You're putting a clam in your mouth and being like, I can never eat clams again because I hate the texture of it. He mm. was the same way with velvets. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. couldn't handle it, and so that way, I mean, that's tricky because that's a huge. We love velvet. We could put velvet, and we do put velvet in most rooms in some, you know, fashion. But yeah. But for him, it's like just, just fun to have a pile, it. you know, to have a pile, a uniform pile sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's never been a time when velvet's been out of style. It's always been a good idea. Besides textures, there's also visual textures. Yes. So um, I first kind of had this alarm bells ringing in my head when I was at Mitchell Gold Bob Williams and we were dressing our furniture line, all the new silhouettes for um, spring. And I remember, um, the head of visuals came over to me and he's like, what are you, what are you looking at? What do you want to do? Um, he'd like to come over and see what Alice Lane was picking. And I'd say to him, which one, which one looks really good on a sofa? Because the way that it, the way that it stretches over an entire sofa also Mm -hmm. looks a certain way. And he's like, I'd stay away from the boulevard velvets because they're too dry. I was like, whoa, you just blew my mind. A velvet is dry. And he's like, yeah, those are dry, but these velvets have a more wet texture. And when you kind of bent the fabric in half and just kind of re- or like wadded it in your hand, you yeah. can see the highs and the lows of the velvet. And it was way, way more sophisticated to go with more of a visually wet velvet that had more highs and lows and a beautiful sheen than to go with these dry velvets that look like, you know, really super flat um, like less sheen. That's what you mean by dry. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. No sheen at no all. Sheen, like yeah. they were just like a really flat velvet. Also, I find that those end up being almost like a, a lint Velcro or a dog hair Velcro where you can just see everything on them. It just attracts it and it sticks to it mm-hmm. where the wet ones have like this hand to them in a sheen where you can easily wipe stuff off, but they also look like they were four times the cost. So mm-hmm. Heads up on that. I think you're going to really want to stay away from those matte velvets. Yeah. For the most part. In my mind, I think like a crusty velvet, that just doesn't sound great to me. Is it, does it feel more rough? It looks scratchy. Yeah. Like it looks like it's just going to be, you know, not, yeah. And people will think you're so intelligent when you go furniture shopping and you're like, I can't have a dry velvet. I just can't. And they're going to be like, whoa. (laughs) But you mean everyone here knows what we're talking about when we say dry velvet because you've seen it. Yeah. You've you've experienced the ones that like actually have light that bounces on them. Totally. That's the wet texture. 
Yeah. And it doesn't bother your fingerprints so much when you touch it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like a microfiber, guys. Yeah. You know those microfiber, you use your hands, you're just like, bah, it just repels. And you're like, ooh, yeah, the, the dry velvet. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. don't, and don't try it. If you're shopping online and you're looking at fabrics online, don't do it, everybody. Oh. Please don't do that. Or order yeah. samples so that you can actually feel it. Um, yeah. Because I feel, I, I'm like, that is reckless driving. Mm-hmm. You're spending money I will, off of a teeny tiny, like, picture of a fabric. Yeah. I think you will have some wet textures in the room, some dry. I think a linen is going to be a drier look. A woven is going to be a little bit drier depending on the content. If it has a little polyester or viscose in it, it's going to pop and be more dynamic. Um, so you're going to want to pay attention to that. But some of those, like let's say that you do have a linen sofa and it's kind of a dry look, then you can accentuate it with, you know, pillows that have mm-hmm something with a little bit more of maybe a sheen to it or something that sort of helps that come alive. And then you're going to put a big leather ottoman in front. It's all about the mix. You're building an outfit, you know, you're going to wear leather shoes. You're going to carry a leather handbag. You're going to have a jacket on that's maybe more slickery. Um, You know what I mean? Your jeans are maybe more dry, but you're going to just want to have these textures, both visual as well as the um, weaves of them to be unique from each other. Amen. Yeah. Let's see. What did we have next? Do we have any skin in the game? This is a question that we (laughs) ask a lot. Sue and Sue and I are um, working with our designers. If things are starting to feel the same, we'll often throw a little leather in there, a little fur. Um, You just, your eye gets bored and you're just like, it needs something. It needs a pop. It needs, you know. It'll feel more fashionable. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm like, throw a fur. It's kind of like when you throw a tree into a space, you're just like, that's what it needed to come alive. Yeah. Same thing with your textures. If something's not feeling right, Mm -hmm. start to do this, guys, and start to like put different fabrics in there and be like, okay, now it's, now we're pumping. Now something, we got some movement. Definitely. So for when we say, do you have any skin in the game? That is like leather, like Jess said. Um, which is obviously like a smoother texture, um, fur, like for, you know, be it, we have like these awesome alpaca pillows that are so, so great and add such dimension to a pillow story and to a whole space. And then even like an animal print, sometimes like you're like, it needs some zebra. We need a zebra print in this space. And so that is always a really fun texture, kind of that hair on hide texture with everything. You can have hair on hide plus leather, plus all these other things. And it becomes really like a really traveled story. I feel like you start to become like that globally inspired, really good looking space mm. when you start to throw in some of these exotic animal prints, right? Yeah. So yeah, I love Oops. throwing zebra and fur and that whole skin idea um, is really, I think that that's when it starts to up level. Mm, I love that. Hey, yeah. speaking of animals, I just wanted to give a shout out to Grove again. Um, I just recently got this really great pet wipes so that I could wipe my puppy off before Uh she gets in bed with me. Yeah, they really do have everything. They're a healthy uh, plant-based, non-toxic cleaning products, and they all really, really work. And they're super fun to use. And I find that the bottles have really pretty packaging, which is important to me. Um, so making the switch to the products has never been easier for a limited time. When our listeners go to grove.co slash dear Alice, you're going to get to choose a free gift, um, with your first order of $30 or more, but you have to use our special code. Go to grove.co slash dear Alice to get your exclusive offer. That's grove.co slash dear Alice. Um, getting back into the podcast, um, should we talk about, um, any one texture within an entire space. 
it can kind of overpower it and feel like it's just too much. Yes. I think we've been into um, probably our parents' home, yeah. <laughs> and they have that matching set of sectionals. I mean, or set of sofas and love seat. Yeah, right. And they have the same silhouette, and they're in the same leather. Yeah, yeah. And then they yeah. got that same set of mission tables that are kind of the same, the same sort of cherry wood. Yeah, that match the leather. Um, because it matched, because that's brown, so surely these should be brown too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of how my husband gets stressed. If it's anything that's blue goes with blue. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, baby, you can't wear a blue shirt with those blue pants. And he's like, that's what goes with blue. It's blue. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're to a different sort of time and place where we're making more of an outfit out of yeah. the room. So um, keeping that in mind as you sort of survey what you've got and what you're looking to do, you don't want to do the matching um, matching love seat with the matching sofa. Sometimes we do the sofa face off where you have a pair of sofas that are exactly the same. And that, that feels really good to people that love, um, uh, what do you call it? Symmetry. Yes. Yeah. They love symmetry in their life. Everything the left has to be the same as the right. If you, if you do have two sofas that are maybe like in an L um, or a sofa and a love seat, do you dress them different? Or how, how would you do that? Well, we would only dress them different if they were a different silhouette. Okay, if it's yeah. the same. If you're going to do the same sofa. two sofas in a V formation, which you can do a massive side table between, I would make them the same fabric. Okay. Yeah, and then I'd have their pillow story be like, um, they'd be... Complimentary. Yeah, complimentary, but they'd be like fraternal twins. I wouldn't do the exact same pillow story on both, on both sofas. Cool, yeah. makes sense. And I think too, one thing that we haven't mentioned on this is like, whether it be at a neutral or color room, you're going to have a, a rug. So from like, you're going to build off of that rug. We always start with a rug. And so even if you are a neutral story, there's different tones of whites and grays and taupes and champagnes and things happening in that rug that can inspire what those textures are and be like, okay, if my sofa is lighter then I do need to bring in like a little bit more warmth or taupiness or something richer in my chairs, just so again, it doesn't become flat. So I think you can get a lot of dimensional inspiration from the rug happening. So make sure that you have the rug before you're starting to pick out all these textures. Amen. So yeah. I think in that fact, will help we you start, guys. that's where we always yeah. start. I mean, you've been listening long enough, you know, that yeah. the rug is kind of the hero to us. Mm-hmm. And then we start throwing fabrics at the rug as we're building the room. Yeah, we were just actually working on this um, formal dining for a client in San Francisco, and she she wants a pink dining room, and she's drawn mm. to lighter pinks, and so she doesn't necessarily want to do wallpaper, but you know we're gonna we're getting a lot of interest from the art and from our rug, and so trying to kind of pull in all these different pinks from the rug, which is relatively light because we know that that's what she'll pick or what she'll be most drawn to, she'll fall in love with. Um, I knew when I saw the chairs, I'm like, we need to make those a darker pink. Mm -hmm. If we're going tonal, like we need something to saturate in the space or it starts to float away and it doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. and it just looks flat and, and lifeless. So make sure that even when you are tonal, even when you are monochromatic, that you have dimension, you have some things with more depth, you have some things with lightness so that they complement each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. We have a note here that, um, that the, we try to find the most expensive looking texture in room. It's funny when people call in and they want help um, to our free in-home styling service. I asked the girls, I was like, what do they, you know, what do they, what do people want? Cause we're, I'm buying inventory for the store and they're like, they just want to look expensive. They just want to look successful. That's why people come and they want to use an interior designer. Right. 
they want to get it pulled together, but I never thought about that term, expensive. And so it's a funny thing, um, a funny term at Alice Lane, but to be able to look um, the most successful, I'll call it, you're going to be, it's really going to come down some of those textures, scale for sure, but yeah. um, the denser the texture feels, it's going to it's gonna look more expensive. Yep. Yeah. And pay attention to like your frame. Like if the frame looks expensive, make sure that like, the fabric has that wetness that, you know, that luxury mm-hmm. that, you know, would fit that frame. If it's a more relaxed style at home, you're going to be more woven. Totally. Know? And here's the thing. Oh. It's, it might be the same price. Sometimes it might even be less than mm-hmm. doing like a natural fiber that would feel dry and really casual. You can sometimes look really expensive as they say, just by really getting the right fabric on that frame. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It's so good. One last point that we wanted to make is just to be, um, like we were saying, be aware that textures um, can feel more formal. We, we want to make sure and not have the room feel cheap by using like certain satins or certain velvets that um, don't look great. You've seen it at Home Goods, yeah. you know, in the aisle, those little chairs that have that kind of satiny velvet. Yeah. It's like too thin and it's the wrong color. Yeah. And the legs are usually too long and it just kind of looks like a nervous piece in the room. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be doing you any favors. Yeah. And then the last point too is to take your pets into consideration so they don't get their little paws um, and claws into a loose texture. Yeah. Especially like kitty cats. If you guys have I like to scratch at things with, like, yeah. with things, like if yeah. you have something that has a loop, that's a goner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you do have pets and that's such a bummer if a client calls us and says, oh, you know, mm-hmm. our cat got to the sofa and you're like, oh no. Yeah. Uh, but that's actually never happened. Thank heavens. And because we pay attention to our texture stories, hopefully it never will. Yeah. To us or to you. Yeah, for sure. So. And if you um, get a pet after all these furniture decisions have made, um, declawed. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a client that put um, like a copper wire or some sort of... <laughs> like fence, um, what do you call it? Invisible fence oh, around sorry, her electromagnetic huge, field on her, her rug. huge <laughs> hand knotted rug. It's around the border. So the, the, the dog can't even really get on there without getting shocked or something. The poor thing Hold on, it pees, doesn't shock it pees, on everything. pees on the drapes, <laughs> oh like these big, gosh. long two story white drapes that she has to replace. Cause he's lifted his leg to everything. So <laughs> that's crazy. That's yeah. So sad, but pay attention to your textures, pay attention to those things. So that it's not a goner, you know, once, once little cat comes over. So <laughs> definitely. Well, thanks so much for listening um, guys. And we want to thank Grove again for um, sponsoring our podcast and um, just know that making the switch to natural products has never been easier for a limited time. When um, you guys go to grove.co Dear Alice, um, slash Dear Alice, you're going to be able to choose a free gift. So make sure and take advantage of that with your first order of $30 or more. But you have to use our special code. It's grove.co slash Dear Alice to get that offer. Again, that's grove.co slash Dear Alice. Thanks for listening, guys. And we're going to see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 